This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Basement Booker's Podcast, where it is popping off right here, live, at the time of this recording, however, not when you're doing it, so don't even bother. We're here, and before we get to the one we must introduce, it's very important that we introduce him, the once... The the current podcast basement bookers champion. But before that, it's very important that we take the time to briefly acknowledge the tribal chief Roman Reigns, who is trying my patience. He will forever sit at the head of the table. However, the people are restless. And we'll get to that. But let me first introduce to you, not only is he the co-host of this podcast, he is 2-0 against COVID positive. (laughs) He is the current reigning, defending basement champion. He is... Unstoppable by alcoholism. He is still undefeated against not sobriety. He is the basement champion. He is. He will never use a step stool. If it's out of his reach, it's out of his reach. <laughs> Rich Torres, everybody. everybody. Yes. Thank Rich you. Torres, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful and fully truthful introduction uh yes i have COVID again i literally just got the phone call from the uh, new york health and hospitals center where i get tested just before we hit this record button that does not stop me from bringing you the news rumors and bullshit of the week before we get to that yes i am the basement champion once again i will tell you how i did that when we cover money in the bank and I would like to thank our tribal chief Roman Reigns. Rich DeRiz has never had alopecia. I have never you had just alopecia. Add that to the list of his accomplishments. Yes. I feel like these these are turning into Matt facts. This is great. No, they're better. <laughs> they are better. Uh, I, although I, I wouldn't slap a tornado personally. Well, you know, I would consider that fair and good advice. As one ought to do. Survived a flight to Nashville, survived a flight back. While I was there, I I survived completely unnecessarily toxic political chants in a bar bathroom. Why? I don't know, because they're crazy. Saved a dude's life, literally. Come back well, here. This is a story. Get code. There, there, there are stories. Trust me, there are stories. All right. Well, so you can't just you can't just come in here, say, oh, by the way, guys, I'm a hero, and then just all right. So let's let's talk about Vince McMahon's dick. You know, <laughs> like what are we doing here? <laughs> I, I I have not yet seen the pictures, but 
So so tell that story. So we were at uh this uh Luke Bryan bar, right? And is it the sushi bar? Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like like it's a three it's a three or four story bar. The place is huge. It's right next to um uh some other person's bar whose name is escaping me at the moment just because I don't know who these country folk are. Um some I know at, Nelly. He's yeah. got country grammar. Yeah, he does have country grammar. It's not him though. Um something with an A, like like not maybe Trace Atkins. I don't know. Might be Chase Atkins. Anyway, so their bars are right next to each other. I just found out last night that the bathroom we were using, like these bars are so connected. I was actually using the Chase A- Chase Atkins uh, bar bathroom. I didn't know that. Wow. Because like we were we were on like the third floor for the for the fireworks show, and we, they had an out an outside area. So to get to the closest bathroom, you go around the balcony. Around a bar that's on the balcony, down a set of outdoor stairs, around a bar that's there, and then past a huge dance floor and past the stage to the bathroom. That all of that, uh, the bar, the stage, on that lower level is apparently Chase Atkins. Anyway, so going along, this place was packed, like from where we were standing to the bathroom and back. At least 10 minutes. Just go down a floor, take a leak, and come back up. This is why I've trained my body to not have to use the bathroom if I'm not at my home base. That's good training. So, yes. So I guess on my way back from the bathroom, this is the last time that I went, I guess this guy had a few drinks in him. And he was annoyed with people constantly like walking past him to get to him from the bathroom because, you know – if there's a little bit of space, we're going to go through it because we got to get from point A to point B. And if if there's a little more space here than over there, then that's where I'm going. So maybe people are bumping into him, whatever. So he does the thing, the obnoxious asshole thing that I've done in the past. And he took his bar stool, pushed it further out from the bar so that he'd have like more room between him and the bar than there is between him and whatever's behind him. Wow. Right. So – I don't know if the guy like in front of me accidentally kicked this guy's stool or I don't I'm pretty sure I didn't kick this guy's stool. But I believe he, you if you say he, sat, he didn't. When he sat down, the stool just like flies out from under him. It actually uh clips my shin. I grabbed the dude under the arms before before he can hit the floor. And like I feel I feel him like flail on his legs trying to like gain purchase or whatever he, he gets his feet under him he stands up turns around looking at me dude is a foot taller than me that's and, no easy task and has to be close to 300 pounds oh my god did you see a life flash before your eyes he had this angry look on his face now i don't know if he thought that i kicked out the stool from under him but if he did he's obviously you know, slowly realizing he kept the stool out from under me, but he also, like, grabbed me and kept me from falling. So I don't know what that's about. And then add to that, my five foot one ass just saved him. So he's embarrassed by that, too. Mm. So he's got this angry look on his face. And I'm, look, I'm looking at him like, yeah, I know you'll kick my ass, but 
I I'll make it as difficult for you as I possibly can before I get knocked the fuck out. Like I know I'm gonna get knocked the fuck out if if it comes to it. But that's fair. But I'm not just gonna not fight back. So I don't know what prompted me to do this. Maybe just because like I realized there needs to be some sort of diffusing happening. You let a fart out. Yes. Really? No. Damn it. <laughs> I say, what a great way to diffuse the situation. I picked up the stool, put it down, did the thing where, you know, you like you fake dust it off or whatever and locked eyes with him again. His face did the thing where it like softened a bit and he gave me a high five. I gave him a high five and off I went. What a story that actually happened. That's fucking crazy. Yep. You almost got beat up by a redneck. Yep. Wow. For, no, for saving his ass. Yeah. Saving That's his life if his fucking head was that far up it in the first place. Well, you know, sometimes there's misunderstandings. Yep. Oh, we should just always work to defuse a situation rather mm-hmm. than escalate. No Indeed. one really wins. Right. Like, like the alternatives w- would have been me saying what? That just would have that like like just saying what would have pissed him off, or that would have been an excuse for him. That would have been like, uh, what's the word? Pro- provoking or instigating, like asking for it. Like, why the fuck would I do that? He's a foot taller than me. And I would have handled it like they do the Hulk. Sun's going down. <laughs> going down, big guy. Sun's getting real low. Wah, Sun's getting. Wah, wah. Sounds getting real low, big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was July 4th. We had a week. We had a week. We, we, we ate all the food. Yeah, I don't think you did because the Basement Booker's Pod Instagram doesn't have anything. I'll, pu- I'll, I'll put some stuff up. I put up. Uh, right, cool. So I went, I went to post something on Facebook last night for the Basement Bookers, and Facebook told me that Facebook stories, gain, you know, they – they, they get do more. really well, right? Okay. So I I made a story, a little story for you know just seeing Nissan Stadium because that's where SummerSlam is going to be in three weeks or four weeks, whatever the hell it is. I knew that. Um, I can't fucking find it though. I made it. <laughs> I posted it. I don't think stories stay, dude. Like after a while, they disappear. But like literally a minute later, I couldn't find it. Oh well, that's weird. But I don't know I don't how recall. to. I, I mean, saw something to, somewhere. To to be fair, I might not know how to work it too well. To be fair, you are a boomer, so yeah, I, I am, can see I how that boomer. would be a yeah, issue. Alrighty, let's transition into the headlines. We have more allegations against Vince McMahon coming out this week, published by Wall Street Journal. Particularly, a fourth harassment victim quote. A former wrestler who alleged that Mr. McMahon coerced her into giving him oral sex and then demoted her and ultimately declined to renew her contract in 2005 after she resisted further sexual encounters, according to people familiar with the matter. The wrestler and her attorney approached Mr. McMahon in 2018 and negotiated the payment in return for her silence. I'm going to pause there for a second. Now, I'm not You're saying- over here asking for money. Right, like, right. That sounds like blackmail. 
Yeah, fuck that, dude. Now, I, I understand that in order to be blackmailed, you have to have done something unscrupulous that you want covered up. But as, you know, as I understand it, blackmail is still illegal. It doesn't matter what I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you're like, what it is you may or may not release, which end up coming out eventually anyway, obviously. Yeah. So regarding this particular was this one or the next one? I I think it was this one regarding this particular story, this particular allegation. 2005 was an interesting time for the women's division. This was if I recall correctly, around the time of that first Diva search. Oh. So some names coming up that might – of who this might be are Amy Weber, Joy Giovanni, Christy Hemi, and like one or two others. I don't remember off the top of my head. I didn't write them down. I think it's Christy. It could be because there have been interviews – where she 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 flat out says I don't want to talk about that. Like yeah, referring I, to like some of her time and like her departure from WWE. Yeah, I think it's gotta be her. She's got she uh she checks all the boxes. Mm. Um, so the second the second allegation uh says quote a WWE contractor presented the company with unsolicited nude photos of Mr. McMahon she reported receiving from him and alleged that he had sexually harassed her on the job, according to people familiar with the woman's 2008 non-disclosure agreement. Mr. McMahon agreed to pay her roughly a million dollars. I mean, you know, a million dollars is not a little bit of money. Yeah. You know, some people don't get anything. I typed in WWED into Google and said uh, the the autofill was WWED was released in 2005. So oh obviously, God. obviously a lot of people are looking this up. Yeah, because every Reddit detective is out on the case. Yep. We should be out there. Oh, bro, we should just start being like actual like apparently being like a reporter is not hard. You just like, you know, call people and ask questions. Mm. So, I don't know, man. Maybe I should make a call, ask some questions. Indeed. Oh, Carmela uh, Cesari was that season also. Yeah, I don't think it was her. Probably not. I think it was I think it has to be Christy. Could Oh, Maria Canellis? She was nah, brought back though. Yeah, I don't think, it I don't it think it's her. It would be Actually, you know what? I would put her there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like as a high possibility, like think about how much Vince cucked her husband on TV through storylines. Like what? Yeah. A, remember that last bit, like on the way out, where it's like, you know, she's ha- like she's the man in there, and like as she was pregnant, but it might not be his, and this whole like thing. You remember that yep. shit? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm. You know what? I'm not. You know, I am not going to dismiss her out of hand. Yep. Who else? Uh, Camille Anderson. The name sounds familiar. I'm looking at her. Don't doesn't not really remember. Her name. Anderson. So Christy Heavy won that year. Uh, then there was Carmella, Joy Giovanni, Amy Weber, Maria Canellis, Tracy Wright. I uh, sounds familiar, but I don't remember. And Michelle McCool wasn't her. It just wasn't her. 
Nah, she's way into Jesus. Oh yeah. There's so. the, the there's there's a lot of reasons why it wasn't Michelle McCool. Yeah, obviously. Mm. That might be awkward at Thanksgiving dinners. Yeah. With Undertaker being so close with Vince and all. Indeed. Like a father figure to him, he said. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want after reading uh, part of a recent interview with Taker, I wanna I wanna watch his uh, Hall of Fame speech again. Oh, the beta test for his TED talk he's gonna give during SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so there were ads for that when I was down in Nashville. Wow, cool. We went to this place where they teach line, where they do and teach line dancing. Dude, by the way, let me tell you, that yes. shit is fucking difficult. No, I believe it. I did a minute of it. So I did a minute of it. So I, I didn't know after like this initial like warm up thing that there was going to be like actual lessons, which was cool. And it was, it was free. But like just trying to like watch the instructor and do as she was doing. A muscle on the side of like my leg, like below my hip, like right on the side was hurting. I didn't know. Those muscles were even there. Yeah, a lot goes into um, that, man. It's not like super easy. No, like that's it's why not. it's a, you know it's a it's a thing there. You know, with hardy folk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not for us. You know, ass sitting yanks, or right? Whatever, northerners or whatever. Mm-hmm. Man. All right, moving on. Dang uh, Yankee. Speaking of uh, injuries and such, Big E provided an update on his recovery on Twitter saying, quote, my C1 isn't ossifying, which he clarified, thankfully, uh, forming bone quite yet. The current plan is to get more scans at the one year mark and see how it's progressing. The great news is I feel tremendous and surgery is off the table. So, yeah, the fact that he's guaranteed to be out a full year bare minimum. And like after a year from the injury, then they'll they'll reassess. Holy shit, that's a long goddamn time. I know, you know, like a, a neck injury, you absolutely can't, like you can't rush it. But a fucking year, man. I feel terrible for the guy. And every time I see bitch botch Holland's ass. On TV, mm. it just makes me tighten my fist more like that Arthur meme. Where he's, like the, the guy's hand is just like really tight. So angry. Every mm. time I see that guy, it makes makes my blood boil. Bitch ass Holland. Botch ass Holland. Mm-hmm. So at least there's good news in that surgery isn't required. Yeah, but that's like a year off. Maybe. Yeah, but like at any time, if you talk to anyone that had surgery, and like if surgery was an option, when they when they decided to get surgery, like late years later, they're like, I should never gotten that surgery. 100% every day, Rich. Every day, Rich. At least once. Yeah. There's not a day that goes by that I don't talk to at least one person where we just I'll just be like surgery, right? And they're like, well, Listen, man. And yeah. Really, it's like at least once a day. Mm-hmm. At least once a day. It's like smoking. No. Every sure. smoker you talk to, they're like. Uh, don't ever start this shit. <coughs> I mean, sure, you know. Every one of them. All of them. Except my wife. A- anyway. A- every day, just at least mm-hmm. one person. Mm-hmm. 
Tony Khan confirmed that Santana suffered a knee injury at Blood and Guts, saying, quote, it could be a relatively long injury without getting into any specifics because he's Tony Khan. Because he doesn't know. Right. <laughs> just say, I don't know. Right, but like he didn't even say what kind of knee injury it is. Because he doesn't just, know. If he knew, he'd say it. Like, why wouldn't he say it? I don't know. <laughs> I kind of I kind of feel like he would know. Like, why wouldn't does, he know? Does he sound like a guy who wants to use less words? You're right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You're correct. You're 100% correct there. Thank you. Thank you. We All right. We our own are. <laughs> uh, Jericho revealed on his podcast that he had a pulmonary embolism in December of last year, which is blood clots in the lungs, by the way. I wonder if that's what got him on the right path physically. Uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, he said uh, he said while he that he um, while he was touring with Fozzie, he was repeatedly getting out of breath for no clear reason. So he goes into a bunch more detail, nothing, no other significant detail, but sort of just like talk, uh, talk about like the signs that he was seeing or whatever. Separately, he said he put on weight when he was um, doing more wrestling in New Japan because that kind of look gets over more over there. Oh, looking like a fat, gross idiot from a from Canada, right? By way of America, right? But then he had, but the then he had trouble taking it off. Yeah, that's and I imagine the the uh, the pulmonary embolism did not help. Look, I understand the need to do that for, say, a movie role like Christian Bale turning into a skeleton for the movie The Machinist. Yeah. And like bulking up like a fucking crazy person for Batman. Mm -hmm. Like you're a professional wrestler, dude. Like your body. Is the money. Yep. Like just because like. In certain markets, like it'll get you slightly over. Mm-hmm. Like if you were doing the same shit fucking shredded, like I don't think there'd be much of a difference because you're Chris Jericho. Right. Yeah, the thing is, like he has never really been shredded, at least not since that's what early I, WWE. Days. I know, but yeah. like he's he's been in better shape. Yeah. And it wasn't just that New Japan period. Like it was like a while just in AEW. Like it got worse. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think uh, DDP needs to make him disappear for like 30 days or something. Uh, I think, like, he's already doing better. Yeah, he is. He already looks better. He didn't have to take any time off. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's when he was, like, laying low, doing more commentary and stuff. Because, like, he did, like, kind of cool off after that whole pinnacle thing. And then yeah. came back with this freaking lame-ass faction of his. Mm-hmm. Which I call a bait, which I base, I call the, it's a Jericho transition faction <laughs> uh, right now. Mm-hmm. So and, they, uh, got a, they got a lot of them. Yeah. For the record, while my mind is on it, I don't think Claudio and Hager for Fighter Fest is the best idea because. And this is, and I know they got history. They were they were tag team champions under Dutch, mm-hmm. but like, oh maybe they weren't. I don't remember if they were. But the point is, Hager sucks. <laughs> like he's great, like in MMA, but his wrestling sucks. And 
Claudio's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where I think there's going to I think it, it's not going to be as good as they think it is. That kind of deal. But OK, that that's for later. All right. We, we're not even on that. We're still on this news here uh, because of Jericho. And I hope and I hope Jericho stays well and on the right path. And, uh, you know. Because cause we need Chris Jericho. We need Chris Jericho to stay alive and thrive so Cornette can have, you know, headaches. I need Jericho you know, to be the, the last. The I need Jericho to be the last WCW guy standing. Holy shit. Wow. That's dark. Think you about know. that. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm thinking not, about not it. Not like not living, but active in wrestling. So that's why you're mad at Sting. Yes, because I still have to see him. Yeah, I guess so. That's why. Watch it be Dustin. Watch it be Dustin Rhodes. You know, I forget that Dustin exactly. had that WCW on. I'm, I'm okay with Dustin. I was going to say, you don't think about Dustin, but... I don't, because the thing is... Uh, Alright, so Jer- Jericho obviously had a tremendous career in WWE, but Dustin, I think, is best known flat out also for Goldust than he is the natural Dustin Rhodes in WCW. Yeah, because when you think of, like... Like, people keep talking about our truth being, like, this immortal being. It's like, dude, Dustin Rhodes was wrestling from WCW in that transitionary space mm-hmm. between, like, old WCW and WCW that started picking up the WWF guys. Yeah, but, but between Jim Hurd and Eric Bischoff. Yeah, like, I, I think he's wrestled Ric Flair. Like I there, think so. and you know, wasn't he in that match where they were on like a like a truck? You know, with yeah. the, uh, I think we covered that here. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's been doing this a long time, and people don't like. Some I think not enough people remember that. So it might be him. Like if you think about it, like the way he lives, he's as far as I know, he's sober. Mm-hmm. Chris Jericho's not. Mm-hmm. Like Dustin has faced de- his demons and he fucking beat them, so he's yep. got that behind him. He just needs to stop bleeding every time he, you know, he bleeds a lot. I think that's I, uh, I think he gets it from Cody. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, right now he's cooling off, so it might be Dustin. It might be Dustin Rhodes. I'm okay with that. Yeah, either one is fine. Yeah, but I, I'm I I really think it might be Dustin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not sting. Yeah, the Dustin Rhodes Appreciation Podcast segment. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, also Edge. Yeah, but like, I think Dustin Rhodes had more of a run than Edge ever did in WCW. Like Sexton Hardcastle. Yeah. So like, you know, Dustin uh-huh. was actually somebody there. Terrorizing like, just retired. Yeah, like officially. he was the natural. Dustin mm-hmm. Rhodes, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I remember the song. I remember it every. I remember everything. Wow. He's a. He, this guy's been doing it a long time. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. He might be the one. Yep. Alrighty, moving on from injuries. Uh, actually, no new injuries this week, which is good, thankfully. Um, WWE announced that Pat McAfee signed a multi-year contract extension. Very happy to hear this. Good shit. 
This I'm was glad. the best news, and I'm glad they followed it up with having Corey Graves on SmackDown so fucking Pat can, you know, sell the storyline injury. Uh, he he also appeared with uh, Vince, Triple H, and Stephanie at UFC wearing a neck brace to sell. Yeah, the, I put the I put that on the Basement Booker's Facebook page. I saw. I, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, he could have definitely came to SmackDown, but I, I know why they did it. I know why they did it, but he could have came to SmackDown. Just to say he wasn't there. I know, but not where it mattered. Not where it mattered to me. Because it wasn't on commentary, and it would have been so much better for him to be there, especially with how SmackDown ended this week. Yeah, SmackDown ended, and I'm like, I said, I literally said out loud, oh, that's it? That's how you're ending the show? Dude, like, he bent the sword. That was so stupid. And <laughs> that was so st- It's like, learn, like, you've done this before. Don't you know how to freaking do it? Where you don't make your sword look like a piece of fucking aluminum? And now the bit is over. Where I Gotta keep be. saying, I, I mean on this podcast. Oh. Where I keep, te- I keep saying that the sword is fake as fuck. And you keep fucking selling that it's real and that's done now yeah and it's like and i really do feel like the best part of smackdown was Corey graves explaining the end of smackdown because to recap for people who don't remember at one Thank point sheamus is on the apron mcintyre mm-hmm. on the other end in the ring he's got his sword Mm-hmm. Sheamus is like you wouldn't dare you ruined your whole life you haven't had it in you and they time it where Drew brings down the claymore onto the turnbuckle and Sheamus like falls off so he cuts the rope but when, when, when I mean cut it just falls down mm-hmm. and flames shoot out the posts and the sword is bent mm-hmm. and now it's <laughs> It's uh, was Cole's like Drew McIntyre. He's come unglued, and 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 uh, and Corey Graves is like, yeah, you know the force in which Drew uh, hit the sword, so it warped it somehow uh, with the the, the heaviness. <laughs> so so heavy, <laughs> and 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 the fact that Drew knows it's fucking bent, he's still going on business as usual as if it's not. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's doing a thing where he's pointing it at the crowd. He's hamming it up on the turnbuckle with the bent fucking sword. Well, you know, <laughs> we, say ropes. <laughs> we say ropes. We say ropes. They're actually steel cables. cables. Yeah, steel cables. So the fucking sword wouldn't bend, though. <laughs> uh, it was so bad. <laughs> but uh, and you know what? The, you know what? You know what the least worst thing they could do here is? What? If they try to capitalize it and they show him in a fucking forge hammering it back. Dude. <laughs> now, you know, they, 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 they can either. It, it they, would just melt because it's plastic and they, it would melt at the forge. They could they could either ignore it and just give him a new sword next week and pretend it never happened and hope that we forget, which we won't. Or they could do something like that and try to make him seem more manly. I'm I'm reasonable. Rich Deriz, I'm a reasonable guy. Everybody knows, everybody listening to this podcast knows 
that basement Jer is a reasonable guy. If he were to say run someone through, then that's where I'll come back. Mm. He'd have to impale someone with a sword mm. for me to believe it's a real sword. That has to happen. So until that happens, I, I think I'm being pretty reasonable. Do I, I want it to be Corbin? Yeah, <laughs> sure. I wouldn't be lying. I don't know how it fits in the storyline. I thought the Corbin and Graves uh, Shinsuke dance was fun. I thought it it was stupid. But only because, like, the way Corbin was doing it, it's like, in a way, he's trying to mock. He's trying to mock Pat, but it's, like, overly bad. Right. You know? I thought the whole point was to, like, prove that you're better. Mm-hmm. But instead, you prove why you're not better. Right. So I, I guess that's what the point was. See, I hate how they fuck with you like that. It's like, yeah, but that's not what I was doing. This is what I was doing. It's like, oh, I guess you got me. Mm. I guess I'm going to have to interpret it the way you wanted me to. Yeah. All right. So before we get too far ahead of ourselves with SmackDown, there is a bit more news. The last two things here. Uh, com reported this week that both Sasha and Naomi have been remo- removed I can speak, removed from internal roster lists, adding to the speculation that if they haven't already been released, they will be soon. Good riddance. Mm. Good riddance. Um, Because if they don't want to be there, then I don't want them there. Mm. Because it's really, no one has a good time when they're somewhere they don't want to be. Right. It, it just, it's not good for anybody. Um, I wish Naomi luck in her future and hopefully, you know, that stake Sasha Banks doesn't sink her poisonous fangs into her and, you know, snake do what snake do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be like, let's go to AEW. Uh, why anybody would work with her with the way she acts over here. They deserve whatever happens from working with her. Mm. Um, whatever fallout that may be. Because I really think, like, like I used to... All right, we, we all know that I joke around about, you know, Sasha Banks being a snake, and I really do believe that, mm-hmm. okay? But she she makes it very easy, you know? Like, I don't know. She's sus. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Like, like, we're all, like... You're all really good. Like, what makes you that much better? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. There's a weird headline here. By 8th? That's yesterday. It's a Thursday. Okay. Uh, it says WWE NXT 2.0 results from July 8th, which is yesterday. Braun Breaker versus JD McDonough. I guess they did a taping yesterday? Uh, I guess. I mean, he is next in line. For some reason, I'm supposed to take that midget seriously against Braun Breaker. Okay. I think they... uh, By the way, no disrespect to actual short people. Thank you. Uh, I'm friends with a short person. You are. Uh, You couldn't do this podcast without a short person. No, uh, not not until you, you know... Contractually. Yeah, contractually, not until you meet your end. That's right. Uh, Preferably uh, way, way down the line. Yeah, but I think they 
the way NXT ended this week was a good way to get heat on JD McDonough, formerly known as Jordan Devlin. I don't know why they had to change it, but whatever. Isn't that his real name? I th- maybe so. That would explain it. Either way, one well, way or the other. You know, Fabian Eichner is still Fabian Eichner on Supercard. I just want everybody to know that. Right, as opposed to Giovanni Vinci. Like still for like weeks now. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's you know. Then again, is I think he's only a nightmare card anyway. I don't recall any other ones of him. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm I'm still pulling Sasha and Naomi. Yeah, well maybe they didn't get the memo yet. Right. They got a F5 that or something. Refresh. Yes. So yeah, I just, think we just, left enough dead silence after refresh. <laughs> I, I I had to cough there. Um. So yeah, I think the way just to say briefly, I think the way NXT ended this week, I think it was um a good way to sort of show JD McDonough as a threat, as opposed to having any sort of like face to face between him and Breaker before doing that and basically showing this dude's like a head taller than him. Why are we even yeah, talking about like, this? Yeah, like I don't know who's taller, JD McDonald's or uh, the current ROH champion. Um, I think JD a little bit. Okay. Yeah, probably. No, you know what? It's not fair because his head's enormous. His head is enormous. <laughs> so he, he's he more has, head than man now. He has a a large head for his body. And I remember saying that during the, what was it, the UK tournament? He's like a regular man, but if you like, you want the widescreen version of a man. Right. You know? It's a, it's a, he's, he's a blockhead. He is a blockhead! <laughs> uh, oh, all right. If we go to NXT one time, we gotta do he's a blockhead. Yes. Just like that. Yes. 100%. All right, last bit of news here. According to Raja's Jeff Whalen, multiple sources are indicating that the mysterious vignettes for Money in the Bank and Raw this week indicate a pending return for Edge. I knew it. Showing memorabilia from some of his biggest feuds, including Eddie Guerrero, the Hardys, Dudleys, Kurt Angle, and unfortunately Christian, sort of. Oh, uh, you did report it, but uh, Netflix is pulling the Vince McMahon documentary. You So you told me about that. I didn't see that when I was uh, recapping my news, but do you have any further details on that? Nope, just that it was it was in post-production, and Netflix is like, yeah, we're not doing that. Wow. And I think it's a mistake because, like, people would watch that. Like, people would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I I think so. And I hope they pick it up and take it to um, freaking Peacock instead. Yeah. Or one of the other streaming services like Hulu could buy it. Even. It's like, you know, like, seriously. And I, I, I just want to state Netflix sucks. Like, F Netflix for this. Because why are they doing this? Oh, the Vince McMahon thing. Okay, I don't know if you know this, but a while ago, Netflix had a TV show or a movie or something. And it was about freaking little kids doing, like, adult dances. Uh. And it was borderline mustachio territory. And you, you feel me? Okay, and they Mm -hmm. had that shit on their platform and they fucking they defended it. 
How so, did they even defend it? It's some kind of art. It's it, and I'm like, this is not like just hearing about it. I'm like, what are you even doing? Mm-hmm. So for them to pull the Vince thing because of this, it's bullshit. That's all I'm saying. Like people worked on that. Like, you know, people put their time into that and you're not going to release their work because of this shit that happened. That's bullshit. Netflix sucks, man. Mm. I hope you're watching, Mr. Netflix. I know you're watching because you're a regular listener. We're very disappointed in you. Very disappointed. And, and we don't care. We don't care that you're pulling the offer for the Basement Booker's Netflix show. We don't care. All right? We'll we go to care. Hulu. You were going to recast Rich anyway. They were? Yes. They wanted to catch an albino fella. Albino? Yeah, they, you know, I don't know why, but that's what they wanted. All right. But we're All not right. doing that. No, we're not. We are not. Get not woke, go that. broke. There you go. All right. Anything else you want to touch on before we jump into the money in the bank? Uh, no, not really. I think I voiced my opinion on the subject, and I, I just Netflix could can eat shit. Excellent. All right, match number one was the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. We both got this wrong, and ultimately, I think I'm happy about this. Live one Money in the Bank. Obviously, we're only going to talk about that match at the moment. Uh, Shotzi got some shit for slipping on the ladder and then, like, that spot where she had, like, Alexa on her shoulder in an electric chair and, like, backed her up into the ladder. But, of course, the ladder didn't quite cooperate, so I'm sure it didn't go exactly as they planned. And people online were saying, oh, Shotzi shouldn't, you know, be wrestling, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And Shotzi's basically like, listen, I asked myself three things I didn't even, like, write this out so i'm probably gonna forget some of it so i asked myself three things after a match are we all safe did the crowd have a good time and did we have a good time and the answer to all three was yes no one was injured cool but she basically said you know these these matches are demolition derby you literally can't plan every little thing and sometimes the things you plan don't work out look at kofi at uh the rumble last year unfortunately you know, in response to people like that, and sometimes people like me, I got one thing to say to you. And this this is for Shotzi, because I know people were bullying her online. Mm-hmm. She doesn't go down to where you work and slap the dick out of your mouth. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. She even said, like, before she started seeing assholes on social media, she she said that she even said to herself, man, I can't wait to, to see that on Botchamania. So she was having a like a, a she laugh has a about good it. sense of humor about it. She didn't yeah. hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. So what the hell? And yeah, there's and he, people that have hurt people that were around way longer than they should have been. Yeah, and he, even Alexa showed her support. And when Alexa was uh, potentially one that might have accidentally been hurt by the latter, which thankfully she wasn't, Alexa defended her online. So it's one thing to sit here and for like entertainment purposes, do what we're doing. But like a lot of them, like some of them are being trolly and you might think, oh, yeah, that dude's probably like seven or probably like a 12 year old or something that doesn't understand. But some of it is like, you know, actual grown people who don't know how to act mm-hmm. and like don't think about like the, the consequences, how that might make somebody feel like you, we could comment on like a botch or whatever, but it's not like, man, you should. Man, you shouldn't really be working. It's more like, 
maybe try not doing that because you really didn't have to because you were doing great. Yeah, but you know what? Like Shelton shouldn't have tried running up the ladder like he did, but he did, and it was it was such an iconic moment that was like the first Money in the Bank ladder match ever, and even I still remember that spot. So you have to try those spots to potentially make a lifelong memory. If it works, great. If not, eh, try something else next time. I don't mind. Like, no, I draw the line at doing things that don't make sense for the match. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to win and you decide to go on the top of something and jump off, it's like, well, no, maybe you should try to win. Mm -hmm. And if not, then you can do the top rope thing. Yeah. It's just a way for Jeff Hardy not to win something. Right. (laughs) Jeff Hardy. You just know. Anytime anytime Jeff Hardy wrestles Randy Orton and he goes to the top rope, all right, Randy's got this shit. (laughs) Yeah. It's over. I just got to catch that head. Yeah, just win the match, man. That's it. Yep. Match number two, we have the U.S. Championship. Uh, Lashley beats Theory with the Hurt Lock. So in the U.S. style, a little surprised. I was not expecting that. Right. Um, but I guess there's reasons for everything. Right. So as as we'll soon discover. Indeed. Uh, do, 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 do. match three was uh, Bianca defending against Carmella. Bianca wins with the KOD after the match. Uh, Carmella pulled Bianca off turnbuckle and hit some ground and pound, and then she leaves. So I guess Carmella is butthurt. For now. Yeah, I don't think she... Oh, yeah, th- there was a brief segment on Raw with her. Yeah, because Liv Morgan was there, and Natalia mm-hmm. was there, and there was a tag team match. Yeah. Uh, the two champions, you know. Mm-hmm. Then we had the signing of Logan Paul... Little uh, video that's, package there. That's good for wrestling. Yeah, probably. He's not bad. No, it's good for wrestling. He's certainly going to bring a lot of eyes to it, from what I'm told by mostly you. Yeah, I keep saying he's good for wrestling. Indeed, I keep I keep hearing that. Yeah, he's good for wrestling. Uh, Logan Paul's what's best for business. Mm-hmm. Then we had basically an ad, but like I didn't. Realized it was an ad until like the very last second because apparently Lily had bought a bunch of uh, merchandise with a – was the WWE Capital One Visa card or something like that? Oh, my God. Is it the company Visa card? Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Wow. It's their sponsored card there. I thought she was done with that. I guess. Like I know she has the doll, but mm-hmm. I didn't think – like I thought she got pulled back from the brink. Uh, I don't know. I guess not. So Usos came out first. I think the Street Profits talked, maybe, or maybe the Usos talked before the match. Oh, uh, you know, once again, proving why they's the twos and we the ones. Indeed. Uh, One D. Yeah, but uh, maybe the referee didn't see that Ford shoulder was up. Right. And that to me, I enjoyed very much. And I'd like them to do that because it shines the light on the fact that Moxley has many matches that he shouldn't have won because <laughs> he does that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. 
It's like he's cheating. Yeah, he's but, cheating. But it's not storyline. It's not canon. I don't WWE. care. This is canon. By the rules of wrestling, both shoulders have to touch the mat. So by the argument here, because WWE is life, uh, that it is for sword, and I d- d- declare that you know it's sketch. Is all yeah. I'm saying is Moxley, Moxley, all of Moxley's wins are now sketch. Yes. Um. Yeah, definitely sketch. It's like the arresting officer involved in all of his cases got pulled up on corruption. So, mm. you know, you know what that means. It's all in doubt, baby. Yeah. Uh, we then had that mysterious vignette, which is going to be Edge, which is. That was sick, though. That match was sick. Like, it had everything. Like, just uh, don't. If, that was really good. Like, you'd think, you know, it's, here we go again. It's the bloodline versus the fucking the Street Profits. But we got smoke, you know. Yeah. A lot of smoke. Mm-hmm. So much smoke that was fire. Yeah. Uh, from what I remember, it was a good match. It's it's just been it was such a long week. Yeah, but for like, you. Yeah. Not everybody I, had a freaking Tennessee thing. Yeah, I had a very long week. Uh, so after that, we had Ronda versus Natalia. Ronda wins with the Fujiwara armbar after the match. As we saw, as the world is talking about, Liv runs out, cashes in. Liv beats Ronda with a roll-up. I told you. I told you. Yeah, but here's the thing. There was a chance that Liv wasn't going to win. Because Ronda had got Liv in an ankle lock. Mm-hmm. So, like, they they had you thinking that she could botch it, that she could fail. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool. Well, they, you know, they didn't want Ronda to just, like, look weak. She wasn't going to look weak, dude. Like, she just wrestled Natalia, mm-hmm. Like, one of the best wrestlers to do it. And there was a whole lot of leg lock stuff. Yeah. Like she was at the sharpshooter for a good amount of time. Yeah. So. So, I didn't see it when recapping. But it's okay. They buried Natalia later down the week. Of course. Yeah. Uh, they, they, we're, we're in that part of the Natalia cycle. Um. So, I remember hearing that Ronda sort of fought for Liv to be the one to beat her and take the title from her. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, like, I didn't see that report anywhere. I only saw it on, like, Twitter and stuff. And that makes me question, says who? Says Rhonda? Yeah, who says? Is she, is she just saying this just to, just to, like, generate some pats on her back? I don't know. Um, I don't know what the plan was. Uh, it looked fine to me. Uh, it just, it's just, it's last year again. At this time, instead of Nikki A.S.H., it's, uh, Liv Morgan. Yeah. And then she's just going to lose it at SummerSlam. As simple as that. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. Like, when she won, I'm like, oh, it's Nikki A.S.H. Okay, cool. Hmm. Here we go. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I know what you think, but I think you're wrong. And and this is gonna it's gonna bother a lot of people, but it's everybody's fucking dream. So yeah. you can't I can't like I get it, but there needs to be something more I'm to your almost, character than you dreamed of this. But I'm almost twenty nine years old and I've seen it all. And 
it's let look we all know if 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 all you got is this is my dream i can't help you right i can't i can't fuck with you because it's everybody's that's there mm-hmm. like and the ones that's not they're just heels so like you know what i mean mm-hmm. <laughs> yep this that's isn't my I'm, dream i just do this because i like hurting yeah, people I, or i'm just trying to get paid I yep. want money, and this is that, and it's like, oh, okay, and it's like, this is my dream, mm-hmm. and this, and you know, I spoke to Liv the other day, and she told me something uh, that I think she should have said there, and I asked her, I said, Liv, look, you know, thank you for accepting this, you know, brief interview, and I only get to ask you one question, and that is, what what inspired you, what what got you through this, and she looked at me, we locked eyes, and you know what she said to me, Richard, is? She said, basement chair, all I had to do was believe. Ha! <laughs> nice. And that's that's what she should have said. But, you know, here we are. She's in, you know, the it's my dream phase or whatever. So, so I wonder. Now, some, some people were saying that, like, her promo on SmackDown and maybe in her promo, promo on Raw, too, that they were like. It's like she was given a script and she delivered the script, but also at the same time, like she was like too ecstatic. Like even Bully Ray, who we know is crotchety. He hates everything. Well, not really, but yeah. He said she's like, she's someone trying to portray a pro wrestler. Like he's in a movie about a pro wrestler. Like that. Yeah, or, or like she's playing pro wrestler on TV. Basically that, you know, she's she's herself, but being there and just delivering the lines. Now, I get like being all exact and everything, but I guess to sort of piggyback and like to, to repeat, we we need more from her than just I'm happy to be here. We need some more depth to a character. Say like she, the line, Liv. Yeah. It's always been my dream. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that was Bailey until Bailey stabbed the Bailey buddies and completely reinvented herself. Liv has reinvented. Yeah, Liv has reinvented herself a couple times over. Like, what is it right now? The underdog. She's yeah. The underdog with a dream. Yeah, but like character behind it hasn't really changed Hmm. she's basically she's changed her look a few times nothing else has changed this would work better if this cash in didn't happen at money in the bank because next is SummerSlam. like if it happened you know the period where like it's the big show and then there's a show that's not as big right you know and then she has somebody that she's got to prove herself against Mm mm-hmm and it's like, okay, you're the champion, but is it because you had to cash in your money in the bank opportunity after the champion wrestled a match and have her actual wrestle a full match where she has to defend the championship and then have her fight Ronda Rousey? Mm-hmm. But now she's going from she wanted that money in the bank, and unless they have like a title match for her ready on a SmackDown or a Raw, she's going to just get – she's probably going to lose her Ronda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she has to fight Ronda Rousey fresh. Yeah. And like she hasn't really been tested. Right. As the champion. You know what I mean? It's one thing to get to it. But the way she got to it. Yeah. Granted, it was the opening match. But still, you know, she had a little bit of time to recover. Yeah, exactly. 
And someone someone else online pointed out, I don't remember who, that like the way Liv cashed in is not how a face does it. And my argument here is you have money in the bank briefcase. This is literally what it's for. You see an opportunity where the champion is weakened, you cash in and become champ. It's not he it's not about heel or face. It's about taking that opportunity intelligently. Don't be like Cena with the failed cash in. Yeah, in this situation you want to be less of a Cena and more like Edge. Yeah. Because that's exactly um, what the briefcase is about. Yeah. That's what it's about. Um, and you could also play it to the fact that Ronda, as a fan of wrestling and the champion and a fighter, like, should know that that's a variable. Right. That was always going to be a possibility after someone wins money in the bank. Yep. So she should have been ready for her. But the mm-hmm. argument could be made that she wasn't ready for her because her and Liv are friends. Right. Maybe you could work that in for the build-up to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And I see you, Ronda Rousey, with your Dragon Ball Z drip. She's wearing a, a Dragon Ball Z jacket. Trunks wore that jacket. And I, what gave it away was it had the Capsule Corp logo on the sleeve. I'm like, oh, that's, that's from Dragon Ball Z. Ah. Very good, Ronda Rousey, on Friday Night SmackDown. Very good. Interesting you mentioned ca- uh, Capsule Corp because uh, I saw something earlier. This is not wrestling related, but uh, a Capsule Corp device has been added to the game files in Fortnite. So oh. they're bringing back that collaboration or they're starting that collaboration. I don't remember which. I don't know if they did a Dragon Ball Z If they did, before. I would have a skin. Yeah. So, so that's happening. Well, I, well, more shit that doesn't make sense. Like, because they're obviously gonna they they're gonna put Goku in there. Like, what are you talking about, dude? He doesn't need a gun. Hmm. He just teleport behind you and just karate chop your neck or something. I wonder if there'll be any uh DBZ kind of like not powers but um weapons. I so, don't. So you could do the like a whatever. Well. If they, I wonder if they'll just put like the Dragon Balls in it, and like you could find a Dragon Radar. That'd be cool. And you use the Dragon Radar to find the Dragon Balls, and you get something. Well, in the show, if you, it's a, it's a wish. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they would do in the game. This Indiana Jones thing. uh, Did you see what they're doing now? Yeah, I haven't been in the game in some time. So there's a, there's a new temple. And there's there's a puzzle to solve. Like around in the P, around the POI, there are four clues. And you go into the temple, and there are these four three sided stones. You have to make them all face the correct direction, and that opens up a secret passageway where you get legendary loot. But also a boulder chases you. Oh uh, yeah, it should because that's the rules. Right. Um. All right. So before we lose anybody, let's get Sorry. back to wrestling. All right. Our last match of the (laughs) evening was the men's Money in the Bank ladder match in which I became champion. I don't understand, like, what, why Pierce came out and made a big deal out of adding theory. Uh, well, I think there's nothing special about that. He had to make an announcement. 
because like all of a sudden this guy that wasn't in the match now is officially in the match. Yeah, but that why? That has to be announced. Like, but why? Why is he in the match? Because Finn yeah. said so. I, but he didn't. Mr. You know what I mean? said so, no, presumably. But he, but he didn't. But he didn't. Like, I want it said on television. Mm, right. I want it said on television because it's like, and nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was waiting. I'm like, Monday, Friday, nothing. Like, nobody else that was in the match had a problem with that. I found that kind of strange, especially with somebody like Seth Rollins. Like he wouldn't be like annoyed about something like that. That's that's kind of sketch to me. Mm, didn't Lashley say something about him being so butthurt that he had to like go crawl into management to get added to the Money in the Bank match or something like that? Well, you know what, man, it's your job to make me look foolish. And congratulations. Thank you. Um, but more people should have been <laughs> I upset. Win. Lashley wasn't even in the match, though. I know. Like, they have more of a gripe than he does. I agree. It makes more sense in this ego-driven business. hmm So I won because uh, for the tiebreaker, I had listed 22 minutes. You said 29 and a half. The actual time was 25 minutes and 25 seconds, which is on the lower end of the halfway mark, which was 25.75. Rich, the truth is I let you win, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, I felt really bad about what happened. I felt really bad about what happened last time we competed in the square circle. And I remember all those times you were there for me in the past. Mm-hmm. But this ain't like the time my cousin Jethro got shot in the head with that shotgun and survived. Mainly because you patched it up with that sawdust and super glue. Mm-hmm. And I told you I was grateful for that. But that's over now. When it comes SummerSlam, you're going to put that title on the line against me. And we're going to have ourselves a slobber knocker. And I will humiliate and embarrass you at the SummerSlam live in Nashville or whatever by mm-hmm. way of Brooklyn. That's right. Well, I will actually be in Maryland at the time, but we're going to record at some point that weekend, somehow, some way. Well, I don't care when or what, but I'll tell you what. I'll go to be the champion. Again. Believe that. Eventually. So, Monday Night Raw, did you notice anything new about the signature? Woo! Yes! It's back. I guess uh, Ric Flair is no longer the uh, most lecherous man in WWE. I'm starting to think it might be a deal for Charlotte to keep her mouth shut. Uh, there's something we don't know. Uh, mm. <laughs> just kidding. But imagine. Yo. Don't imagine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, highlights and lowlights. Let's see. A lot of lowlights this week. Got to be honest. But a highlight here. Becky backstage telling Megan her body is broken a bit. She's angry because since Asa came back, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. She shouldn't have had to jump through all the hoops that she did to get into Money in the Bank. But tonight, she's going to go through Asuka on her way back to the title because she's ready for Asuka. But Asuka isn't ready for no-holds-barred Becky. She made herself j- 
jump through those hoops. She should have just taken the loss like a grown woman. Hmm. She went through the hoops because she wanted to be in the match, but instead of taking the loss, like she lost. She hmm. didn't qualify. I'm like a little salty times. because maybe if she didn't qualify, I wouldn't have fucking picked her because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's Sylvie Champ. I don't know, maybe. But let me tell you what, at some bummer slam, <laughs> I will get it back when I embarrass you. Uh, what was I saying before I was so rudely interrupted by you? By you. Uh, you, listen. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. All yeah. right. The only other highlight from Raw is another highlight. Becky beat Tosco with a manhandle slam off the second rope through a table. Did you catch the Kyrie Sane shout out? I did. The uh the the parasol. Yeah, nobody they, nobody kept popped. calling an umbrella. Yeah, nobody popped or anything. I was like, I'm very disappointed in this audience. I heard like one or two Kyrie. Not shows. enough. I agree. That whole place should have exploded. Mm. Is what I'm saying. I guess it's too much a deep cut. Kabuki Warriors is too far away. You 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 it greats. Out of sight, out of mind. Not me. I, I I remembered clearly. Clearly from this conversation. Clearly. Uh the cookout segments, I I'm I'm a little surprised I didn't put any red highlights on, but they kind of were what they were. Because you love the idea of men shoving sausages in their mouths. They're hot dogs. No. Yes. Contrast to that. The opening segment of NXT this week. Hold on a second. Rich, I'm sorry, but I got to interrupt you because I figured one of the lowlights you'd point out for our female listeners specifically. And I'm sorry, female listeners, but they've done this to you and he's done this to you to show you that he's a bad guy. Fed Balor is wearing long trunks. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Rich didn't think about you guys and how upset you'd be. But Finn Balor now wrestles in, in long pants. He makes it just that much more difficult to look at his dick. And he's lost some of his powers because he would use that to his advantage. Yes, so. To psych out his opponents. And now, now what? You I know? honestly didn't notice. I, th- I think I saw him say something on Twitter, said like long trunks or something, and I'm like, all right, and I kept moving. It's weird. Stick with the program. I'm fine with it, any- if anything. Mm. But he kind of reminds me of a pirate for some reason. I don't Interesting. Know. If he were to get like an eye patch, that would really complete the look for him. It's it's going to take some getting used to. It's going to take some getting used to. But quite the low light. Quite the low light. Indeed. For the ladies out there. Indeed. So the first note I have here for NXT is that, and, and, I, and I texted this to you. I said that opening segment of NXT was the single worst segment in great American bash history. And I'm not just talking NXT great. I'm talking... Every show ever titled The Great American Bash, that was the worst segment. They're from the same person that makes those stupid Wendy Chu dream sequences. Must be. 
It's like this is it, so bad. So is NXT like the cartoon version of uh, wrestling now? I think so. Because it's got the logo. It looks like it's a kid's thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess if you're Tommaso Ciampa, you're happy that your soul was removed. And you're forever cursed to bodyguard the Miz on Monday Night Raw instead of being a part of this. I'm okay with this. Um, if if that's if that was the alternative for Champa, then yes, go to I, Raw. I I did like the Adrian the Chase University uh, uh segment. Why? Because he's like, oh, what what was it like? Thomas Jefferson, the guy was talking about, or is it Andrew Jackson? I don't remember. Somebody's like, like 1773 and like, or June something. He's like July 4th. Andrew Jackson. Who do you ever beat? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever, no. dude. I, I I I just like when people are like, who do you ever beat? <laughs> I hated that segment. It, it was better than the intro. It was better than the intro. Barely. I, I I really don't think they should have called it Great American Bash. They should have just called it NXT. Yeah, could they do that and just like have barbecues? Cookouts. Or, or how about this? I'll trade you. Since, you know, it's not even on the 4th of July anyway. Mm-hmm. I'll trade you. How about none of that shit and just put on a good episode of NXT? Oh, yeah. That, that, you know, you could idea. do that, right? You could do that. You know? <laughs> Let me ask you, what's the difference between a barbecue and a cookout? Um, well, a barbecue, a cookout is is bigger. Um, and most times blacker. So, like, I don't know, like where I'm from, that so, a cookout is like a bigger. It's like it's bigger, and we're both from all Tony, the, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. All cookouts, all cookouts I've been to have been predominantly black. Okay. So, um, that's just my frame of reference, and also I'm cultured. So, and yeah. barbecue, I would say, is like you know some shit you used to do. You it know, is. little little gathering by the grill or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, cookout like you usually usually get like the park, like it's like a big area of the park or whatever. Okay. And it's like you know it's like it's just bigger. Hmm. All right. Cool. Now I know. Yeah. Now you know, and knowing's half the battle, Ninja. Yes. Low light number three. I'm gonna call it number three because we already talked about Chase U here. Uh, Tony D tells Legato that he handled Santos, and he shows them a picture of Santos in like an ice bath. Oh no, he was in an ice bath, getting better. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That wasn't the implication. <laughs> that was not the implication. I I don't know. It looked like he was in a hospital. Is that what it was? Yeah. I thought it was an ice bath. No, it looked like he was in a hospital. Then the, but then um uh the other Legato guys are like, oh, we we gotta call him see if he's okay. It's like, yeah, just go see him at the hospital. And yeah. that's what I was like. Like, you you don't know your own friends in the hospital? You're shitty friends. Yeah. Uh, how far down are you on his emergency contact? Christ. Pretty damn low. No, not really La Familia. 
Uh, I don't have any other highlights or lowlights from NXT. It was, you could really uh, tell who was paying attention to that segment. That you could tell that he was in the hospital? Yeah. Like, it was it was pretty obvious. He was, well, I, I probably could have gotten up off the couch to see. No, but, no, why would you? You, you know, right. fancy fucking bullshit. Um, yeah, it, it takes a minute for it to retract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have any any of the NXT highlights, lowlights? I was going to, but you keep fucking interrupting me. Good. Look, I don't care if you're dying. I will, I (laughs) I will, I will find you and I will get a proxy to take care of you. No, you'll know I'm in the hospital. Don't worry. We're we're better friends than Legados are. I I guess so. But I was going to talk about Carmelo Hayes. Um... So I'm guessing Grayson Waller is going to have a problem with Wesley. He's going to blame him for losing the match. Because Wesley comes from the side and attacks the guy that's not Carmelo Hayes. Trick Williams. And then, you know, it's still uh, Grayson Waller loses. Yep. um, Quite convincingly, actually. Which is weird because I thought they were like really high on Waller, but they've kind of pulled back. It's, you know, it's sink or swim with Vince, and he didn't. Mm. So there he is. Because it's like the guy was wrestling against AJ Styles, so maybe, like, he didn't impress, you know, the right people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that shit happens, man. Like, we should know. We don't impress anybody. Indeed. Yeah. Moving on to SmackDown. We are today at 679 days in the reign of our tribal chief. Yeah, I'm getting tired of the fact that he doesn't show up to work. Well, he told us he wouldn't be as much. I don't care. He was there this week. I don't give a shit. This isn't good because he's going to have ring rust. Mm. And that's the story going in. It's like like his advantage against Brock before was like he was wrestling more matches than Brock was. He still is. No, he's not. Not really. Not like he was before. Right. True. So so now it's going to be like, who's like the least lazy? And since it's Brock's last chance as being champion, he's got the advantage. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't care how many times you hit Theory's music. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> like, he's not a threat. Like, he's got the, like, he's out there, they're making a big deal. Okay, the Usos are there. Roman's right. fresh, he hasn't wrestled. What What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, he'd be an idiot to cash in. Right. Exactly. So it's really stupid. Mm-hmm. And, like, even Roman's like, I don't give a shit about this guy. Yeah. He didn't even acknowledge him on the stage. No, he didn't. He's just annoyed because his music started playing. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you here for? This is not Monday. Right. Like, who cares? Like, can you count? There's yeah. three of us. Mm-hmm. And we the ones. Like, you just won. Yeah. That, 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 that's where I was at with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're they're kind of they're they want it to be fresh in our memories that he's got the money in the bank contract. Bro, it's not that long ago. I know it really isn't. And explain to me why there's a match for the number one contender against Roman for Clash at the Castle. When it's been stated by fucking Drew when the shit was announced 
that it was going to be him versus Roman Reigns. Well, I don't like, know. Like he's if, acknowledged that. I don't know if that's necessarily official. No, it was. Like it was. He was even on the poster with the sword and thing. Mm. So, what are we doing? Like they Killing think they waited long enough. We won't. We'll just forget. And I and I wonder, like, if the whole like uh, Sheamus with the COVID thing was that like a rib at Sasha for like not fighting Bianca Belair at SummerSlam? Mm, I don't know. Because it's weird that they're joking about COVID all of a sudden. Like you can just joke about that now. We're there now. Maybe. Like it's it's one thing to just do it with your words, but like coughing like that, like really, like come on. Like, I didn't have a problem with it. I'm just like, why is this? Because there's protocols. They wouldn't let you anywhere near him if that was the case. Mm-hmm. So it, it could have been it could have been like sudden onset. Like, so last no, night, I, last night, I started noticing my, my throat get a little scratchy. And I'm like, this isn't good. Yeah, but dude. Like. I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying for Smackdown. And the way they have these protocols, they wouldn't let him near the ring like that. Right. Like, it's not it's not going to be that sudden. You'll feel something. Like, a- any little thing, you're supposed to report it. Yeah. So, like, if you were to be doing that shit, like, Pierce should be out there. It's like, hey, man, mm-hmm. you better not be fucking around because you're going to get fined a lot of fucking money for this. Yep. Put a mask on. Like, you're around people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look, maybe it's nitpicking for me. But I like a little consistency in my universes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I want. Yeah, listen, I you know I 100% agree with you on consistency. Some obviously Sheamus just did that to get out of the match. It's not a good to excuse me. because he doesn't have it. It's obvious. And it's like why would he not want to be in the match? So is there really no contender now? Like what happened with that? Yeah, they they have yet to determine the number one contender. Even if it's Drew McIntyre, because that's what's advertised. Right. Okay. I'm glad we had this talk. It's like, stupid. I'm not listening. I'm not disagreeing. And I, look, I and hate it, I hate this whole oh we need filler. And if in you between think, now and then, I hate that. And speaking of filler, if you think that the WWE is not pro women, then the fact that they've repurposed the Big Show's revolving door. To fit a woman shows WWE's commitment to equity. Because the Big Show's revolving door has been fitted for Lacey Evans. Who's now a heel, I guess. It would seem so. And that segment to me was stupid. It it's was. Like the you're, def- you're, there's going to be there's a scheduled tag team match. Lacey comes out, turns heel, and knocks out her tag partner with the woman's right. What happened to Shayna and whoever she was supposed to tag with? But before that, she was coming out three times. Yeah, that was stupid. And like after the like after the first, it's like, all right, okay, I think they're trying to do like a, you know, like Hogan's like, oh, you're not even, you know, that's not enough, you know. And then like he never, you know, and then, you know, but mm-hmm. then she just like, oh, I'll just start the whole thing over, and it's like, oh no, we're doing this now, okay. Which makes me wonder if what you were saying about the whole, like, Ronda pushing it for it to be lived, was it supposed to be Lacey Evans? 
I don't think so. You know, I would have hoped so because that's what I wanted, but whatever. Because mm-hmm. I knew she was going to turn heel eventually. Mm-hmm. But it's like here, it's like maybe if it wasn't Aaliyah, who I don't care for, mm-hmm. like not like, you know, obviously, like there's nothing been done with the character to make this like a compelling thing. Like I'm not interested in Aaliyah getting revenge on Lacey Evans for knocking her unconscious instead of teaming with her. Right. Um, that segment by definition was filler. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they, we had, uh, trouble there. Uh, you know, uh, Gunter didn't wrestle cause he's like, you know, only an idiot would do an open challenge. Right. But his boy got his ass kicked and mm-hmm. he had Ludwig to pay. Kaiser. He had to pay. Yep. He had to pay with a chop to the chest because he fucked up. A chop? Not just a chop, but many chops. Three chops. No, listen. More than one is many chops. Okay. Because it's it's not like it's a flare chop. It's not like it's an Eddie Kingston. Yeah. It's a fucking Gunta. I'm not calling him that. It's 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 him. So you know, <laughs> Walter. Um, yeah, I thought it was fine and good. Hopefully, he learned his lesson. He'll come back stronger than ever. Hope so. You didn't report it, but you probably didn't know it. But uh, Dragonoff, Ilya Dragonoff, had to vacate the NXT UK Championship. There's gonna be a eight-person tournament uh, mm. to determine. The new NXT UK champion. I saw something about that. I kind of thought they'd probably say something about that, at least on NXT TV. You would be incorrect because it's NXT. Yeah. Like NXT UK is the NXT under NXT under NXT. Which is rough. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Last low light I have for SmackDown was the, the cutting of the rope. And it's like... All right, so you, you cut the rope that somehow sets off pyros, and you, you bent, you bent your little sword there. I we already talked about that. I so believe that's. I'm sitting. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. This is so yeah. fucking embarrassing. But also, it was only a matter of time before this happened. Yeah. You know. So. So we had the second segment of Maximum. Male models this week. The tennis uh, collection. I I gotta say that's a highlight. Um, you know, I think Monsoir, you know, I think he's really into it. Mm-hmm. Like I think it was hilarious what it is like, are those are those tennis balls in his pocket? <laughs> yeah, because because tennis. It's like, oh just making sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, I really don't have much to say about that except for Mansois. Mansois is doing very well. Like indeed. he's like it may not be the best thing, but he's he's leaning into it, and I'm just glad I didn't have to pay for that. Indeed. What? Like imagine going to SmackDown. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, being there, mm-hmm. and you have to sit through this. You know. So. It's a bit different for watching on TV. It is. 
like, like oh. if you watch on if you watch on TV, you could like play Supercard or go get no. It's not just that. It's like you're getting it for free. Yeah. But you paid, and this is what you're getting as opposed mm-hmm. to like an extra wrestling match. Right. You know, like that. So I wonder what the first feud is going to be, and is it going to be a tag team or three guys, three on three? I'm going to say tag team. All right. Because he's not a fucking wrestler. He's a manager. Okay? You're going to have to let it go. Nope. Not not until they say <laughs> he's not a wrestler anymore. He's a manager. All right? Um, so <laughs> it's going to be them. And I don't know. Maybe they'll attack somebody. Because that's the problem with having only one tag team champions. Because, mm-hmm. like, they're the only guys to really go after. And it wouldn't help them to go after the Usos. Yep. I can't think of any like the New Day's busy with the and they keep saying the new vicious Viking Raiders. Yep. Like okay they might as well be saying the Viking Raiders but bad now. Right. Like okay. Eye makeup. Yeah now it's like oh they wear more makeup. Uh huh. That's great. It's cool that they put them up against a heel tag team. Alright sure whatever. For the new day, they had uh, ass beaten tickets. Uh, I think there were passes. Oh. Okay. Um, but they didn't do that much good, did it? Did not. But they so, did get their ass beaten. Perhaps it was they who had the passes uh, that passed on to them. Yes. Yes. It, it is you who would get the ass beat. Indeed. Is what they say. All right. Uh, anything else for you from SmackDown before we move no. on to Dynamite? No, I'm just sick of it, man. I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of the fact that like there's not there's not enough title defenses for my liking. Mm-hmm. You know, because they combine all the titles. I know, but there's no. I feel like there's no line to the titles. It's like, all right, who's next in line for the tag team championship? You know, mm-hmm. who's next in line for the Incontinental Championship? Who's next in line? I, I think there's a rematch on the way for Lashley and Theory. Yep, SummerSlam. Like, that's the only one we know about. Mm-hmm. And we know about Brock. And who knows? It's probably Street Profits again. Because mm-hmm. they have a case. Right. So, I don't know. All right, Dynamite. We got uh, between Dynamite and Rampage, there are three red highlights. So three lowlights here. Number one was that awful, awful segment where Ty slams the car door on Ruby's arm. What is Ruby doing leading up to that? She's leading on the car. Ty's got the door open. Is Ruby trying to get into the car? Why wouldn't you have people holding her still? Right. And holding her there. Like, because it's obvious. All right. Ty Conti's going to be the one to commit the act, right? Right. She's the only woman there. Mm-hmm. They had to have helped her somehow. Yeah. So, and... I understand the whole 
AEW is not WWE. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing against them having her held there by male talent. Right. For Ty Conti to do that to her. But instead, does Ty Conti have mind powers? Or is Ruby Riot a complete fucking idiot? Like, what are you trying to convey here? Because all you needed to do was have people that weren't Chris Jericho, if you wanted to do the talking, hold her there. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And and instead you get what you got. I need an explanation. That was terrible. It was so fucking bad, dude. Was, yeah. Like that's not even worse than McIntyre's sword. Wow. Like it's so stupid. Hmm. Like it's the worst thing. And she's like, put your hand there, put your hand there. Mm-hmm. Like, no. <laughs> no. I'm not going to put my hand there. And then you get people to like for, force her to do it instead. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you have a gang for. That's what, what I are thought. What you doing? Just gawking? Oh, you're you're going to touch. She's just going to stand there with her hand there. You could have made it even worse. You could have had just Sammy Guevara hold her hand there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. I'll do your work for you. And then, because he helped take her out, when you eventually debut Sasha and Naomi, or Mercedes Martinez and Trinity, Fatu. Mercedes, Mercedes Varnado. Mercedes Martinez is the ROH women's champion. Also, Mercedes Martinez, who's the ROH champion. She's in there, too, because yes. she knows them. Mm-hmm. And just have them beat the shit out of Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara. Specifically have Mercedes Vernado beating up Sammy Guevara. And then mm-hmm. you got yourselves your fucking TV moment. But That's no. quite a feud. Yeah, but no, but no, you just make your talent look like complete idiots. God damn it, Tony. God damn it. Like, you yeah. could have even had that as a pre-tape. Yeah. You could have pre-taped it. Yep. Well, how do we know it wasn't pre-taped? Oh my, if it was, then I will never watch that show again. <laughs> I, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. If it turns out that that was actually pre-taped and somebody was like, oh, this is fine. Fuck that. <laughs> There's no way, dude. So bad. This is fine. Was JR on commentary for that? Because uh, no. I know they had to bring him out. Oh, thank God. Imagine if he was. He's like, why don't you move? <laughs> you just move. Why would you put her hand there? So I think JR came on right the, for the match before, two matches before the main oh. event. I know when he came on. He came on when the Lucha Bros were coming out. Yeah, that was later. That, yeah, that was that was around the time he was coming out because it was uh, Roosh was wrestling against, um, I forgot who. Penta. Yeah, there you go. That was uh, the next segment. So, hey, Penta, your mask keeps coming off. Maybe you get a chin strap. Or like, Wear another mask under it because you've done that before. He has done that before. So, like, even before his the mask got ripped off, like, just doing regular moves, like, it was coming off. Did you notice he, that? He kept yeah, fucking with it. But we're we're past that. Like, you should now know that this is a, a possibility. Yeah. Like, anytime someone wants to fuck with you, they fuck with your mask. How about you take that off the table? Mm-hmm. 
it's 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 kind of stupid at this point. Zero miedo, more like zero chin straps. Yeah, I'm. Uh, fuck it. Just, yeah, just fuck it. So Mox and Brody was good, not amazing, not fantastic. And it lay off of Jr. Okay, they were in Rochester. All right, his name is Brody. Okay, there was another Brody. He confused his Brodies. It happens. Lay off. Yeah. He was thinking about Brody Lee. Okay. I didn't. E- I didn't even see any complaints about that. They were there. They're always there. Gotta be. Always assume that they're mm-hmm. there. Actually, so speaking of Brody Lee, one more low light, and this is stupid. So all right, so that segment with the dork order. Not not the whole segment. Specifically, QT coming out and trying to challenge negative one to a match. It's like I get it, you're a heel, but now you want to assault a small child. Right. He's not even being paid to do that. Like. Right. <laughs> and I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna shit on uh, negative one being bad on the mic because he's because he's a 10? kid. He's ten. Well, here's my issue. Yes. My issue is that automatically should make QT Marshall the biggest heel in the company. I agree. Because he's willing to beat up a small child. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, it's not not like a Marco stunt, but like an actual kid. Right. So speaking of, Marco was, uh, was a little upset that Christian mentioned him and didn't like give him any sort of advance notice. Uh, listen, Marco, Polo, no, nobody cares. Right. You should be thankful that Christian Cage mentioned you because your name was mentioned. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't don't get all high and mighty and all up in your guts or whatever. Uh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Shit. It's not like he said he wished he was dead or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which not you know, quite. Christian like really loves to do. He does. And talk He's... about how Matt Hardy might be the drunk one. Yeah. That, that? <laughs> I did. I had I had read about that segment like bringing your brother beforehand. over here, you could ride his coattails. Yeah. So I had read about that segment before and, and then like when I when I heard the delivery of the line, I'm like, that's where you're putting that? Like it's that's a good thing to have in your pocket, but it seemed not the appropriate place to put that line. Like I feel like it should have gone further before he said that. Look, I don't know what you're trying to prove. But Christian Cage is the best. No. <laughs> no. I think it's because you have a bias. I'm on. I'm gonna be honest. He's this, a better pro. Christian Cage is a better heel promo than Edge. You don't think he's better this, than this fucking mountain omnipotence bullshit? This Christian Cage run versus this most recent Edge run. Yes. I'm admitting that. Uh, but I can still say when I think something could have been better, and I think that could have been be- done better. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. 
you, you, you're a bit of a nitpicker. That's what we do. We basement book. We nitpick. I just think it's the name of the fucking show. I think you. Uh, <laughs> I think you hate Christian Cage. I think it's I do. Personal bias. Uh, Go back to what episode one? Uh, yeah, it is an episode one thing. Um, really? actually, yeah, maybe episode one or two. Whenever the no more match came up. That that's that was a single digit episode at least I know that. No, it has to be because it was a Facebook photo for a long time. Yeah. Too long, I, some would argue. Disagree. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> um. So the only other thing I have for AEW here is that Athena Chris Statlander promo. No bueno. Uh, look, here's the thing. Uh, the the main thing that Athena and Chris Statlander have in common is that they can't cut promos. They also um, can't. They also can't cut the shit. They can't cut the shit. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even Tony needs to be told to. So yeah. I guess that's the issue. Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, uh, maybe you need a shit cutting knife. Um, uh, what what can I tell you? Mm. Um, yeah. Today, fine. Whatever. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't think I have anything really uh for AEW except for like um. Well, that's Rampage, so never mind. Yeah. Um, Gresham with the heel turn. That's on Rampage. It was. Yeah. Okay, so we'll talk about that. Then I can talk about Rampage things. Yeah. So Eddie Kingston wrestled a Japanese guy. Uh, yeah, Takeshita. And the. I thought the finish was good because it was either Eddie Kingston was too tired and fat or Eddie Kingston was too tired and unconscious. So, cause <laughs> like he, the only reason he won is cause he fell onto his opponent. Yes. Which but I he, thought, he hit two of the spinning backfists on him. I understand that. And that's why he's on the ground. Yes. But like, this is the kind of match that Eddie Kingston should have. Just barely walking away with his life. Mm. And I think that's really good. Um, hopefully he has that with Chris Jericho and they end that feud. Yeah, he wants his blood. It's going to be uh, a barbed wire match, bar- barbed wire death match with all of, with the rest of the Jericho Appreciation Society in a shark cage above the ring. 100% one of them is going to drop Floyd or some other weapon into the ring for Jericho to use. Or they'll just, like, have honorary member, whatever Leon Ruff is calling himself in AEW. It's still Leon Ruff. And just ha- have him, like, go straight through the bars because he's that squ- that skinny. He is. Just oh, uh, Ellsworth did through. that. Yeah. Ellsworth did that. that just great. have him, like, help out. Mm-hmm. And then if only that gets Kingston to kill him <laughs> on the next episode or whatever. Because I could just see him just charting a mid-side out. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I wouldn't mind that just being the end uh, for at Kingston and Jericho. It's like they're trying to turn Eddie Kingston into New Jack. Mm. When, you know, him being Eddie Kingston is fine. That should yeah. be enough, I think. Well, I think that Kingston kind of only knows, like... A certain direction to go, and this just follows that. Yeah, but I could respect that. Like, if he never did a dive 
ever, mm. that would be great. Right. That That's the only time I ever get concerned. Because mm. I know, like, he could dish it out and take it and do all that shit, but he doesn't have to. Right. He doesn't have to do that. He'll have a longer career. Just fucking being a fucking, like, basically a Hammondegger, but a Hammondegger that, like, just might murder you. Yeah. Like, most times you step in the ring with a Hammondegger, like, he's he's hungry, but he's hungry for food. Mm-hmm. But if you step in with an Eddie Kingston, he's hungry, but it's for blood. It's thirsty for blood. So, you know. Yeah. He doesn't get the steak. Like, he wants the steak, like, rare. Mm-hmm. So rare that there's still blood in it. And that 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 is my uh, dissertation on Eddie Kingston. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right. Good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Good stuff. Good Fuck stuff. off with your pity clap. What's not good stuff? <laughs> I actually, I actually, I didn't highlight this, but I should have. Uh, Matt Seidel, not a great uh, promo from him. Is it ever? He like, has he had to have one gear. He's had less bad promos in the past. This one was not great. Calling uh, Jonathan Gresham dishonorable for uh, what for uh, but he turned turn on Lee Moriarty. It was almost like they were ready for that. Like, you yeah. knew what was going to happen. Uh, fine, I guess. Yeah, listen, I, is, having never had the opportunity to really watch Ring of Honor, I don't know much about Jonathan Gresham. The little bit I've seen, dude is athletic as fuck. And he's little. Yeah, and short. Yeah. Um, Regular size head. Yes. Yes, I think he he's shorter than uh, J.D. McDonough. But I think all of J.D. McDonough's height is in his head. Well, we've discussed that he's a blockhead. Yes, he is a blockhead. blockhead. Oh, he's a Minecraft character. Uh, he's worse than that. He's from <laughs> fucking Gumby. <laughs> well, I, I I only remember Gumby and Pokey from that show because I didn't watch the show. They had the blockheads on that show. Hmm. How could you know... Pokey and Gumby, but not the Blockheads. So I didn't they were watch. on like every episode. So Why the fuck watch. do you know Pokey and Gumby? Because I grew up I in a household. I grew up in a household where it was perpetually the 60s and 70s. That's how. All right. Well, you fucking should know Blockheads. Know that there's two Blockheads. Okay, there are two. And block- they have blocks for heads. Mm. You know, there's really not much to say from that. Like, it's not like you have to see. Like when I tell you. They're a blockhead. They have a block for a head. That's what that means. Like a block. All right. Google to the rescue. Oh, I see. That's a block. You don't even need to. Got it. Jesus Christ. Thank God that I have the listeners is, to keep me sane. Is Gumby like a race of something? That, cause Gumby like these... is made of clay. Okay, because these guys look like they're also made of clay then, but they just have blockheads. They're all made of clay. All right. That's the whole point. Everyone's made of clay. One has a G, one has a J. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one of them is Gary. Hmm. You know, I don't know. And the other one's Jerry. You know, GumbyWorld.com says G Blockhead and J Blockhead are both numbskulls. 
That's because they're blockheads. When you call somebody a blockhead, that's what's implied. That they're mm. a numbskull. I'm getting tired of your numbskullery, Rich DeRay. <laughs> your numbskullery right. is dragging this podcast into a deep, dark hole that I don't want to follow. Into. All right. Wait. So. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. So. Let's take it home, then. Unless you got anything else you to want to say. To my home. Let's take it home. Just be done with it. Why do I have to take it? You take I'm, it. I'm just making sure that you you agree that it's time. Oh, if I agree that it's time? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I... Yeah, you know, I'm fine. All right. You know, I think I feel good. I was just trying to make sure I didn't forget anything from my laundry list of disappointments this week. It's a rough week. Um... Oh, but, I want to, I want one, one thing. So next week is Fighter Fest Week One. Yeah, which is when Hager is fighting Cesaro in an ill-advised match. Yeah, and the following week is Fighter Fest Week Two. This week was, uh, what was this week on uh, Dynamite? Blood and guts. No, no that, was that was last, last week. week. Yeah, I think this week was just Dynamite. No, it had to be something because they had Great American Bash on mm-hmm. NXT. Unless Dynamite was just Dynamite. Either way, over the course of four weeks, you're doing three special episodes. Like, three premiere episodes. Whatever the hell they, they want to call them. It's like, it's kind of a lot, dude. They changed uh, Orange Cassidy's music. They did. Uh, I don't recognize this one either. Well, I uh, remember the... I know the other one, because it's at the end of Fight Club. I think. Is it? Yeah. I don't remember it now. Yeah, Orange Cassidy's current, like his song before this one, was is at the end of Fight Club. Hmm. Where's my mind? Yeah, it's in the, it's in the end of uh, Fight Club, when the credits roll, when the buildings hmm. explode. But I don't know this one. I wonder if they, like, I don't know if it's like a song song, and they're like the other one are like, yeah, it's expensive to pay for this. I don't, We don't need to use it. I heard that it was a song song. It's just like an 80s, so it was probably cheaper. Yeah, they're, they're really all in on this Orange Cassidy fella. They are. They they gave JR his orders. Listen, he's good. Okay, fine. Just pay the <laughs> money. Like, listen, put him over. All right. All right, pal. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us, basicbookers at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on any of our stupid opinions or any of our awesome opinions, either or. One way or the other. I only have awesome opinions. I don't know what this guy's talking about. He's a champion for five minutes, and he thinks he can fucking speak for everybody. Champion for a week now. Son of a bitch. Uh, Yeah, let us know if there's any topics you want us to discuss or whatever. Uh, Twitter, at BasementJair, EverageTheRiz, at BasementBookers. All the DMs are open. Send us something. Tell us your thoughts and shit. Wow, brain fog. All right, focus. Focus. Cool. Uh, Facebook, Basin, uh, V Basin Bookers. You can listen to the podcast there. You can also to listen to this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And Jerry's got a party message. Uh, look, before I say that, you know, one of the symptoms uh, of COVID is brain fog. It so is. So anything that's not good is Rich's fault. It because is. Because he's dying. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. So, uh, and, and, you know, speaking of, and the match of life, 
<laughs> it's scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker.